So, Heather, you remember episode ago, Happy Hour Guy? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we were at this uh, charity event and he was there again, girl. Okay. I Wow. So he he goes on this this thing about going to happy hour again. He's trying to ask me to happy hour. Oh, gosh. But kick. His wife was at this event. Wow. Okay. This is Heather Dior, your host and our co-host. Chrissy D. And you're listening to Uninhibit Her. So get your glass of wine or get your latte and get ready for some completely uninhibited girl talk. So girl, tell me more about this. So he had the nerve to ask you, because I remember when you told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. He had the nerve to ask you to go to happy hour and his wife was there. The missus. Yes. Like, wow. I was so confused and I'm already turned off of this guy because of the fact that he was engaged when he was making an effort to hang out with me. And then he comes up with this story of just being platonic friends, yada, yada, yada. So I'm just like, what? So to see him again and for him to think that I would be interested later about going to happy hour with him. And I was just like, yeah, OK, so I'm kind of just trying to play it off. And, you know, I just leave it at that. But then he texted me like the other day. And is still asking if I would go to happy hour with him. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I, I oh don't, my god, I don't really understand. This is like maybe some new marriage stuff. I don't know. <laughs> did you respond? No, I did not respond. Oh my goodness, good. No, no. Oh my goodness, I'm so, interested. <laughs> seriously, so this this episode we're gonna be, we got some good some good questions or not even good questions, but we got some good listeners to send in some okay. of their questions uh, and some of their struggles of what they have to deal with when they are going through this crazy dating, dating. struggle. Yes. So one of the things that I want to start off with from our, one of our listeners is they asked, where do you go to meet a quality man on your level or higher? It seems like a good man is hard to find. So quantity, maybe not the issue, but it's more of that quality. quality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So apparently like, you don't yeah. go to charity events. Uh, apparently, apparently, right? Apparently not. You like know? you think you could go to a charity event and find a, a good quality guy. Like, okay, he cares about his community. He wants to give back. So absolutely. Yeah. He wants to give back in more ways than what he's trying to <laughs> focus on for that night. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. I mean, and seriously, like it seems like a good man is hard to find because you were true. Last time, the last episode we were talking about the lobbyists. Yeah. And then this guy, who's he has He's a lot of here, he there, back to the community. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I, I don't. I, to answer her question, I think it's just you know it's sheer blessings or sheer luck, whatever you want to yeah. call it. <laughs> timing, you know. Timing. Yeah. I think timing is key. I feel like that was for me since I am married. Like that was a, something that worked in my favor because, you know, my husband and I, we met in college right? and timing was not right. So you guys dated in college mm-hmm. and then you stopped dating. Yep. And then, and okay. then 10 years later we started dating again. And then that's when we got married. So wow. we were both on the same page at mm-hmm. the right time 
We were in different places in our lives. Uh-huh. We were older. Yeah. And I even heard something on the news. I think it was like yesterday mm-hmm. where they were talking about if some people like it's like the newest thing where people that are waiting. Okay. Waiting. Waiting to get married okay. later in life. Okay. There's a higher rate of them staying together versus people that get married earlier in life. Really? So timing, yes. And you just have to be mentally ready. Mm-hmm. But... um. Also, where you are, I think, plays a huge part, like where you are mentally. Right, right. I mean, some people, um, I I don't know that some people are aware of their mentality and what they may be drawing in or, you know, places that they may be going that might be or be less or at least really restrictive about, you know, um, meeting good guys or quality men or men that you feel like are on your level. And then I think you have to think about Adjusting to maybe them not being the right guy yet, but building them up or building them into something that you feel is important to you. Right. And then also you have to, like you said, you have to also, I think it's huge as far as keeping an open mind. Sometimes I think that we as women, sometimes we have like this perfect man in our mind that, Mm -hmm. okay, he has to have this, he has to have this. That checklist. Yes. Where you have to just think, okay. He may not have all of the qualities Mm -hmm. that I want, but he has so much more potential in this area and this other area that he may be lacking in. We can work on that. That's a good, that's good. I mean, potential, Mm -hmm. you know, and realizing that and figuring out where you can assist in that process, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Because, I mean, you. it's important to self-reflect for mm-hmm. us, too. Like, right. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. not perfect. No one's right. perfect. No, no. And I think we get in our heads about that. You know, we assume that, okay, I do have all of this to offer, so this person should mimic me. Mm-hmm. But it may not mimic you in um, the same ways, but what things align, you know, what things work out, what things drive you towards that person. So Exactly. Because you could have that good man right now. You don't even realize it because right. you're you're chasing all of these Mr. Yeah. Wrongs where yeah. you could have Mr. Right. Right. So that's just something to think about. We have another one. Okay. What do you think about this the whole numbers game situation? Because hmm. you mentioned that. Yeah. Because they were like, yeah, it's a numbers well, game. I heard this from a guy initially, and he said, you know, that's why you see men kind of moving around the room a lot more than you see women moving around because hmm. it's like if this person that I'm talking to is not really engaging me, maybe the next person will. So wow. I thought that was interesting. Um, and I heard another guy say it. What and did then, he say exactly? Like, well, I need I mean, to hear was, more about this, it this was, whole numbers game situation. It was the what? same concept of just, you know, dating multiple women mm-hmm. until, I mean, either that's a part of where you are in the moment or within your life right now, or you're trying to figure out which one is going to be the best fit out of the the group of women that you're dating. So, but I've had heard several guys say this, so we probably should talk to someone have those guys on the show like okay tell me more about this numbers game like how does this work right because i'm telling you the next time that i'm out with you guys i'm gonna be looking around like who now Uh which guys are working the room Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay and it's not like i think women are you know maybe disappointed about the situation when they see a guy that maybe just talked to them and you know they see them talking to somebody else but i don't think it has anything to do or the same way we're looking at it men are not looking at it in that way so you know wow 
Okay, so we got another question. Is it, they feel like sometimes it's a game for, and it's kind of like the numbers game, but mm-hmm. this this listener wrote in that they feel like it's a game. Like they're trying to get to know someone, but they feel like sometimes it's a mental game and mental or emotional versus, mm-hmm. you know, this whole physical, like they want to be mentally stimulated. They mm-hmm. want to get to know a person, but they feel like the guys are just more into it for physical and, mm-hmm. and having fun. What do you think about that? Well, I think it starts physically first. I think that's just natural for any human being. You know, you see someone, if you're attracted to them, you're more likely to, you know, have those interactions with them. Mm -hmm. And then I think once time goes on, you build onto the mental aspect and you're like, wow, okay, this person has a lot going on for themselves because you've had that time to build and grow and get an understanding of who that person is. So I think it just takes time, you know. So, but then I kind of think if it's taking too much time, then you might want to question, okay, well, what's going on or why or where is this person in their life? Because they may not be looking for anything stable. So it may just be a game to them, you know? So I think you just have to really get to know them and see what their intentions are. What is your purpose in our interaction or us moving forward? Yeah. And I wouldn't like, how long does that take? Like, when is it too long to be like, okay. This is a game for you versus this is like, this is my life and you're just having fun. Like when is enough? Well, enough is enough. You know, I just think it's up to that person. You know, I think sometimes, especially women, we kind of get caught up in this like cyclical thing with somebody sometimes. And it, it can last for years. I've heard stories of years. I've experienced years, right? Or it could, it last for a week or a, couple of days, you know? So I think it's kind of something that you have to know, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to deal with this. This is not suiting me anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not feeling this, whatever. So, but I think you make up your own rules. I think it's okay to do that. But what advice I would give to somebody is, you know, do what's right for you. Do what you feel you can handle. And sometimes we think we can handle more than we're actually owning up to. So that's, that's a thought. I will say this, and this is some advice that I can give. Don't, if you are in a relationship and you feel like it's a game, don't act like the girlfriend. Don't do all these girlfriend things yes. when you're just yes. the friend. Because that's what gets us caught up. Mm-hmm. That's what gets our emotions tied into all of this, just going that extra mile and exactly. trying to show or prove or whatever to exactly. that other person that we are worthy. Is uh-huh. it is it an issue of self-esteem, maybe? I don't I don't know. I mean, Ooh, I think people good. would, you know, actually argue that, but Yeah. It's it I think it's a lot that goes into it, you know. So Because I've heard so many times from some of my other girlfriends, like mm-hmm. they'll be hanging out with this guy, spending time with him long, you know, they could hang out like all day. Right, right. And maybe even all night. I don't know. And then the next day he's talking to them about some other girl mm-hmm. and their feelings are hurt. Yeah. But you're acting like the girlfriend. Right. And it wasn't established. No, you're the yeah. friend. Mm-hmm. So... And I think as women, we have to realize our limits and really own our limits because 
sometimes we say, oh, we can handle it or we're good. We're good. I'm good. It's we're just, you know, we're just friends, whatever, even though you're adding in other ingredients to the relationship. But then that's you get sucked in. So like knowing where you are within your balance and just taking what he's saying at face value, not trying to read into it, not trying to, you know, create your own facade of things, really taking what he's doing more than what he's saying, but paying attention to what he's doing versus, mm-hmm. you know, feeding into what you're hearing or what you're getting or whatever. So, yeah, it's a slippery slope. Ooh. can be. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, here's another one. This listener said, no one knows how to date anymore. Hmm. They're just, I guess they're ready to jump to the next level, whatever that may be, instead of taking that time to truly get to know one another, Mm -hmm. finding out kind of what you're saying, getting to know each other, finding out their likes and dislikes, seeing if you all are both on the same page, if you're compatible. That's a good point. I feel like in today's society, especially with text messaging, Mm -hmm. it takes out that whole personal conversation, that intimacy, exactly, where you're getting to know that person. Mm -hmm. You're truly... Mm -hmm missing that opportunity to learn about them, hang out, spend mm-hmm. time. No one wants to really do that anymore. You'd right. rather just text and not even really talk on the phone. You don't know if you can have a emotionally stimulating and mentally stimulating conversation with mm-hmm. this person. You don't know what makes that person tick. Right. You know, and so that's a good point. Like no one knows how to date anymore. Mm-hmm. No one knows how to take it slow. What just the thoughts? essence. I'm just thinking yeah. of courting, you know, just taking yeah. the time to just... Courting, I love it. I just, <laughs> You're bringing it back, girl. I courting. It's very traditional, right? <laughs> so, I mean, but I think people get lost in it. You know, they want um, this ready-made thing and they're not willing to balance the good with the bad. You know, sometimes I think people get out of relationships prematurely or maybe they might stop dating someone prematurely because they don't want to put in the work. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you kind of get caught in that, that, that scheme of things. And unfortunately, I mean, I don't know how you get out of it. I don't know, you know, if there's a way that you can kind of retrack it possibly with somebody or if you just kind of let it go, but I can see it being or taking you off off track a yeah. little bit so Ooh, that was a good one because i'm <laughs> yeah. like yeah that's true no one people wants to date anymore. yeah people don't know how to date anymore mm-hmm. these days mm-hmm. i was like hmm, never thought about that okay and then this one this one was a cool one early dating jitters like Mm-mm. and but if you think about it everything that we've discussed i can see why people have early date jitters because mm-hmm. You have so much. Yes. You have to think about, okay, is this going to be a quality man? Oh, is he playing games with me? Oh, you know, is this a numbers game? Am I just Mm -hmm. a notch on his belt? Mm -hmm. Like, oh my goodness. Like, does he even want to get to know me? Like you have all of these things going on in your mind. Who sent him? Exactly. (laughs) So it's like, of course you're going to have all of these early dating jitters. Right. Yeah. I mean, do you like when you're going on these dates, like with your suitors, right? What's going through your mind? You know, I just wonder what what their purpose and their motivation is, how far it's going to go. Will I even like him the first five minutes that we have a conversation? Yeah. Do Does he look good physically to me? I mean, you know, a lot of times you, I mean, you meet people naturally, right, in person. Right. And sometimes you meet people online. But, um, you know, just are you going to vibe? Am I going to want to see you again? Right. Just... 
anything that could bring that that anxiety of going on that first date or talking on the phone. I mean, that to me brings a lot of anxiety, like having that first conversation, because, of course, you start off kind of texting or whatever. And when you finally like get on the phone with that person. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of one of those things where it, it does produce a lot of anxiety because you don't know how they're going to perceive you or if they like your voice or yes, just random little things that probably don't even matter, but it still kind of gets a hold of you. So, yeah. And then you think about, think about like back in the day when before texting, isn't that crazy? Before texting like that. We do you remember that before that. texting? Yeah. I know. What I'm like, wait do? a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, what, what did you do? So I was like, actually talk to guys seriously before texting. (laughs) Right. Like that's crazy. But think about it. Like you would wait for that guy that you were wanting to call you and you'd see his name pop up on your caller ID for your cell phone or house phone. Oh my gosh. I was about to say, I was going to take it back (laughs) to the house phone, Heather. Okay. So in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I got my own line and, you know, I thought I was so cool because that was yes. the thing. Like there were no cell yes. phones back then, people. So <laughs> I got my own line and I, you know, I had one of those Sixth cool, like, girl. yes, I you know. Your own line yes. I love it. It was like a see-through phone. You know, you remember that see-through, like you could see everything uh-huh. within the phone. Loved it. It was colorful. I yes. I loved that phone. But anyway, so yeah, and I would just wait for it to like ring it. I could turn off our ringer at night. And it would like light up. So I knew that somebody was calling, but it wouldn't like disrupt my mom or anything like that. So I could have those <laughs> secret phone calls. And I did anyway, taking oh back nostalgia. And then when you give out your own phone number. Yes. Oh my gosh. So okay. Cool. Yep. I have my own phone number. Yes. Like what? Yeah. Call me. Or the pagers. You oh the pagers? yes. Mm. I remember the pagers. And <laughs> then you have you, to code. Like. Yes. Like you could <laughs> give all these numbers where it would say like, I miss you right. in the number right. form. Yes. Oh my gosh. But anyway, look, I digress. We had a moment, which yeah. girl, so rightfully good. so. Right, like okay. really, like it, <laughs> all the kids these days are not going to get to experience they that. Don't have a clue, no, a clue. They're like, what? How you've never had? You've always you've never had like a cell phone before? Well, yeah, call, high school. <laughs> uh, like, and yeah. then you know what? I'll take it even further to show you what types of cell phones we had back then. Mm. <laughs> they the big definitely ones. weren't the cute little sleek iPhones. No, <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, that's so true about what we were just talking about. Yeah. I mean. The early jitters, I can see why people get those. I mean, it's crazy because, yeah. oh, my goodness. Like, think about just all of the things that they don't have to deal with, which is great. Yeah, they have other anxieties. <laughs> so we are going to quickly just give them a little insert of how they can get in contact with us. Go ahead. So don't forget to check us out on our Instagram, which is uninhibit her. U-N-I-N-H-I-B-I-T-H-E-R. We're also on Twitter at Uninhibit Her, spelled the same way, and Facebook. Um, So if you want to ask us any other questions or if you want us to discuss any other specific topic that we may have missed or that you think could be really helpful to you, because that's, at the end of the day, our goal, please write in or message us, Instagram, DM us, whatever. We have all of the ways you can get in contact with us because that's ultimately our goal. As you know, right now, this is our relationship segment and we want to make sure that you are getting those questions asked. 
you know, this one right here is just all about really discussing all of you, you guys' questions. That's what this whole episode is about. So we are glad that you are listening to us. It's so fun for us. And until next time, we look forward to you reaching out with us and staying uninhibited with Uninhibit Her.